All right, everybody, this is Hanson Oak, Deadwood Interviews, another uh, episode. I'm not so sure if this is going to be entertainment, uh, an intervention, therapy. Uh, it's going to be something that's going to be messy. My guest, long-awaited, much-talked-about, very foreshadowed, is Ryan Leslie, a.k.a. The Witch, The Legend. <laughs> Hello, Ryan. Hello, brother. Hello. How's it going? So I almost feel like we need to use this third window I have and bring mom in. Yeah. Because I don't know how well me and you just talking is going to go. We usually have a buffer where <laughs> mom translates your anger to me. And then she translates my disgust and dismissal <laughs> of you back. And then somehow we have a normal conversation and come to an understanding. But that's not happening this time. There's no filter. There's no filter. She makes me be nice to you. I think, you know, I was going to save this until later on, but I think you have a crush. On? On me. <laughs> that's right. Oh, yes. I am so in love with you. At least you said it. And I'm going to isolate that. Yeah, you do that. You'd like <laughs> Anybody's going to believe that. Okay. <laughs> no, nobody would ever believe it if they saw what we say to each other in private the end. <laughs> That's true. If they knew what we'd... Okay. We're just not even going to go there. You know that um, that one gif of like that weird fat little kid running into the kitchen and getting scared and turning around? Yeah. For, I'd say, the first year of us knowing each other, whenever anybody would come into the private DM group and see us talking, that's what happened. <laughs> Everybody just abandoned ship. They're like, fuck that. Nope. <laughs> They're like, I don't need to see this. I don't want to be a part of it. I don't want to be a witness. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Because you're, you know, you have a tendency to be a pussy. So I, you know, I always end up dominating you. So they get really weird about that. You know, oh. they want us to get along. I don't know. I don't know if that's that's true. And I, I don't think you actually believe it. I think part of <laughs> our fighting back and forth is you trying to dominate and then me laughing at your pathetic attempts. Oh, really? Really? Is. is that yeah. what it is? Wow. Um, wait, wow. let me check. Let me check this real quick. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Right yeah. Pathetic. You wish. Let's talk about River. Okay. And it is available wherever finer books are sold. Yep. <laughs> when I first met you, you were talking about River, and this was before you actually had the contract, before it was going to be published. Yeah. So here's a compliment, so I hope you're sitting down. Okay. I see your devotion to River as something really commendable and inspiring and something that I can never do, especially because River is the first book of a 10-book series. You have so much of your life and your passion wound up into this one series and following this one character. And it is beyond anything that I'd ever be able to do or even want to try to do. <laughs> so tell me why you felt that this series would find a scope over 10 books. Um, that's a really good question. Thanks. Um, and I'll take that compliment. That's why I'm know. asking the questions because I have good ones. Yeah. <laughs> In case anybody's asking, I already started drinking. So it's going to get a little feisty around here. We both have started drinking. So I, you know, I when I had the dream of River, um, I hadn't been writing up until that point. You know, I was stuck in mommy hell, right? And, you know, living the domestic life, being the whole domestic goddess bullshit. And so when I had... Well, let me, let me interrupt. So it wasn't that you hadn't written... It's that you pause that section yes. of yourself yes. to um, become domesticated. Lost in hell. Yes. So, you know, I've never, I've never been really good at domestic shit. So, uh -huh. you know, I try, you know, I can, I can fake it. So I had the dream of river and I remember waking up from this dream and getting a journal and just writing down everything I can remember about the dream. But then I tried to ignore her because again, I'm stuck in, you know, domestic hell. And there's, I didn't have time to write. I mean, I, I don't know how other mothers do it. You know, I had two heathens and, you know, I had the warrior and I just didn't have that kind of dedication. But she kept coming to me and coming to me in my dreams. And my intuition is sometimes can be freakily strong. And so I, ha I knew I had to write her. I knew she had to come out. I knew the potential that she could be really big. And at the same time, my daughter hit high school, my oldest, and her and I just started just fighting just vicious fights she my dot my oldest daughter she you think i'm aggressive and dominating she is 10 times what i am that sounds like the worst thing i could possibly imagine 
it's all centered around her being exposed to things that I had no control over. She had her phone, you know, social media was really getting big and it just changed who she was. And it was a natural thing for her because as you grow up, you're supposed to, you know, start, you know, maturing and stuff like that. And I found myself after I had the dream, I found myself with my daughter wishing I could just take her wherever this place was that I had this dream about, and we just go live off the grid. At the same time this is happening, this this is back when, do you remember when the prepper shows were really big on TV and everyone was doing this prepper thing or living wild Alaska or whatever, and I was yep. fascinated with it, even though I would never go do it because, you know, I'm domesticated. You'd be the first person to be crying if oh the grid God. went down. Oh, my God. Dude, I would kill somebody. <laughs> no, I'm not saying you wouldn't murder somebody. I'm saying you'd be crying because you'd go across the Badlands and broken down highways and dead bodies and find that your nail salon's not open anymore. Oh, my God. Yes. I'm <laughs> serious, dude. I would <laughs> kill somebody. I would find someone to keep in my basement to do my nails because, I, you know, my nails, I, I got to keep them. So just so I get the timeline right with this, with the the mental creation of this series, you had the dream before your daughter had the turn, yes. where she turned to you from your little girl into, I'm going to claw your eyes out for my independence teenager. The biggest bitch, totally. The, the biggest bitch, the biggest heathen <laughs> bitch. You had the dream, and then when this turn in your daughter happened, you connected the two? Yes. Okay. Because it was, you know, River is 17, you know, my daughter as a teenager, uh, I mean, I just can't even, I can't even tell you. And I thought, and I kept putting my daughter in this situation, how would she react to this? Because I wanted to take her back out of this worldly thing that she had become, and I wanted to go back to that little girl, that sweet little girl. Well, she's never really been sweet. She came ripping out of you, how sweet oh she going to be. Oh my God, tell, let me tell you about it. I have horror stories about that. She's quite famous in my family, because she's, I mean, like I said, she's me 10 times. But I wanted to... I just wanted to be able to take her away and kind of give her like a more simplistic life. And as this is going on with her, the story is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. But I still had not sat down and wrote it because, again, my times were just not uh, where I could just do that. I just didn't have the time to do it. But one day I sat down, finally, it was June 2014. I thought, you know, I got to do this. So I sat down and the next three days I wrote River. Um, it was just like a huge outline, but I, I don't know, it was like 60,000 words. And once it started, I couldn't stop it. I spent from June until November bleeding the story. I, and it wasn't like I thought, you know, this is fun, I'm going to do this. I had no choice. It had to be told. The dedication from that is simply because River just, she's just demanding. She has to have this story. And I didn't think it would be as big as it's gotten. Obviously with the 10 books, that was not my, my plan, but my word count is always really high. It's just kind of grown into this thing and opened up a whole new world for me. Well, I think you're talking about your word count and then using the terminology of bleeding <laughs> on the page is is very telling because I, i'm not gonna be one of those people like you know a tv host a, a person comes on they're like hey I just read your book and it's fantastic i haven't <laughs> read your book all right i'm not gonna bullshit you but even though you don't believe it i do read the snippets that you send oh. and i know you don't believe it i don't care i don't care what you think <laughs> and what's striking to me is that you find a balance between stream of consciousness with a form of prose and the words let's get to that okay okay, okay. your choice in language <laughs> now i'm not squeamish you know i don't like certain words and don't you goddamn dare oh man and you know i'm totally like not to... wearing panties for this either oh that's Dude, two things totally. that are gross two totally things that are disgusting. sitting here without panties on <laughs> oh god <laughs> <laughs> oh this... love oh. it love oh. it the word you, know, the, you, you know you love the word panty. I don't like it in singular form, and I don't like the plural. <laughs> Dude, you are such a pussy. Ah. It's just a word. Listen. Okay. So I'm not squeamish about language. I'm not a person who thinks that there shouldn't be cursing or whatever. I, writing, like any other form of <clears throat> art, needs to be just left alone. Yeah. People need to stop picking on it and stop dissecting it and trying to censor it and just leave it alone. If you don't like it, close the fucking book and be done with it. Exactly. But you are looking to garner a, a, a younger audience. Yes. So that's where your choice of language becomes a problem for so many people, um, publishers mainly, because when you tell them that your audience 
or who you perceive as the people who would receive the book are teenagers, teenage girls. Yeah. And your words in the book are fuck shit, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Which I'm not going to say is not realistic language. There's people who try to go, oh, people don't talk like that. People talk like that. Teenage boys talk like that. Teenage girls talk like that. Teenage girls are sometimes worse than teenage boys in a lot of ways. Yeah. So I'm, I'm on your side of this. Yeah. But what is it that you fought so hard for to keep this language in where you probably would have had an easier time getting published earlier in this process if you would have, I don't want to say censor yourself, but at least tone it down, you know, take it from an R, hard R, and take out a few fucks and sex scenes, and now you're at a PG-13. Well, I actually um, was talking with several different agents. I had a lot of interest in River, but everyone wanted me to take out 90% of the cussing. And I have, and through this whole painful journey, I realized that the rules for young adult in the literary world are extremely old fashioned, out of date and unrealistic. It's all PG. You can't actually have a young adult book that talks like real teenagers talk. I have yet to find one that talks just like my kids talk. This is exactly how they speak. I had four different agents from big agencies who only represent young adult tell me teenagers don't talk like that. And it just baffled me. Like, dude, I'm sitting here at a wrestling tournament surrounded by kids who are cussing up a storm at this age. Who the, where the fuck are they living? I let my kids cuss because I have a, I have a beautiful mouth. I, I don't feel like... Well, let's pump the brakes on that one. <laughs> <laughs> let's call it acceptable and move on. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I just think that, you know, cussing is not a big deal. But it wasn't even that. It was the situations are too realistic. Um, this is too dark for teenagers. And I'm like, this is what teenagers are going through. Okay, you're going to go through this. You're not You don't really cuss. And I don't want to give you a book that this is going to be like a trigger thing for you and they're not going to cuss. So this is just what I feel like you should be doing and how I feel like you should live your life. No kid is going to stick with that. Uh, It talks. I mean, it talks like a 17-year-old would talk. It thinks like it. It's River's point of view. It's not mine. So like, you know, me as a fantasy writer, which is my favorite thing to write is fantasy. As an adult, I can give you pages and pages of description. But a teenager, when they see something, that description isn't going to be like that. They have a very short attention span. So River's reactions to things where I would go, you know, give it all these flowery words and it's just this beautiful piece. River would be like, holy shit. And that's it. So it's just like a teenager would talk. But the, the agents, I talked with one agent for almost a year. And we went through many changes. They wanted me to do all this stuff. And then at the very end, they said, take out 90% of the cussing and we're going to do a contract. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? We have spent almost a year talking and you have not said this to me. I, I couldn't do it. I refuse to do it. That's not, that's not... Um, being realistic to a kid and kids are not reading today and I know a lot of people don't say don't agree with that but teenagers are not reading they don't have to not when they've got a computer in their hands 24 7 so I have to make it to where it's fast paced it talks like they do the situations are very inappropriate there's sex there's you know self-harming I touch every single sort of taboo topic that a teenager goes through. I don't shy away from any of it because I want them to read it and go, oh, fuck yeah, she gets it. I, I, this is great. This is just what's going to happen, what's, what's happening to me. So so I'm not, I'm not going to say that you use it as a, a shock and awe where it's going to draw attention to it. Um, I, it. But do you see that the cursing and the language and the situations as a way to connect? Yes, kids like that. Kids like it to be blunt. You know, uh, kids are so much more blunt than an adult. I think every kid or teenager, once they hit those teenage years and they start dropping F-bombs and stuff like that, they have this feeling like they're the ones who invented it. Oh, God, yeah. Like this is they don't understand mom and dad. I mean, maybe in your house, (laughs) but they don't understand that mom and dad either do talk like this when they're not around and sometimes to describe them. And I agree with you. I think that certain stories and certain characters and certain dialogue calls for certain language and certain reactions and anything short of that and you're not being honest with yourself as a writer and you're not being honest with the audience and they know that so exactly now talking about the the sex 
because this is young adult. Yeah. So do you hold the same honesty standard with the sex? Yes, or do, I do, actually. Or do you actually, pull back a little bit because it's not, I don't want to call it erotica, but it's not romance. No, well, no, it's now with the sex in my story, like between River and her mate. Okay, this is a this is something that is loving. So between them, it is actually a love story, but it's very funny because again, this is all from River's point of view. This is a 17 year old when I remember when I first had sex at 17. So it would be this point of view from her. So it's actually funny between them, between when she finally does have sex with whichever guy she chooses, because I'm not gonna say, because there is a love triangle. It is funny to her. now. As the books go later on, there are a lot of, there are more, it gets darker. The series, River is the sweetest book of the series, but it just gets darker and darker and darker. So there are some, there's a rape scene in there. Um, there's a lot of sort of forced things. And, but the way it happens, it's because, you know, so-and-so was, you know, I have a character that was so abused. So then this person in turn abuses other people. Um, and it's their battle trying to fight their way back to the light. So, no, I don't. Now, it's not like, you know, my Dark Trinity series where that is heavy erotica. It's not like that. But, I, again, I don't shy away from touching and kissing and making out and then finally having sex. I mean, it. I just don't shy away from that at all. Has, has your daughter read this? Yes, both my daughters have read it. They love it. So they do they appreciate – I know they – she or your daughter appreciates the character is um, somewhat molded by her and your experiences with her. Yeah. But do they appreciate the way the book is written as a way of not talking down to them? Yes. Because I think a lot of teenagers, and we'll get into um, what's been going on in Alaska. I think a lot of teenagers would appreciate the fact that it's not being dumbed down and it's being told in a way that they can really relate to and understand. Yes. Yes. Now, and that's the that's the big thing with this, though. Um, it would just be like my daughter is sitting down and she's writing the story and it's all from her point of view. So there's no dumbing it down. There's no trying to make them feel, you know, oh, look, she's throwing in some cuss words here. It's very organic. Um, just even her thought process, it you put it right. I put you right in her mind and the, I am not present. The witch is not present in it at all. So um, she really, both of them really enjoyed the fact that it would be like one of them writing the story with a little more polish, obviously. But you know what I'm saying. You walk this line between being a, a person who likes to make an outline, uh, a person who likes to fly by the seat of their pants, and then also this strange third thing where it's just complete fucking chaos <laughs> that ignores both voices. Right. Because I've I've tried to do the outline thing and I'll get through three fucking plot points and then I go <laughs> off the rails and I go someplace else. I just can't handle having that rigidity to the story that I have to follow this to to, to whatever extent. But it seems like you just avoid everything. You have an angel on one shoulder, a devil on another shoulder, and then you have your own little witchy voice in, in your brain and also seeing pictures of your process i have bought stock in uh, 3m that makes sticky notes because you use so many fucking sticky notes it's ridiculous. Do. why do you bother painting your walls i just you know i have this big thing up to the left of me and it's two three big poster boards and there's sticky notes of each book across and then under each book are i don't know 20 30 sticky notes of different colors it's quite impressive um of big plot points that are happening this is my outline by the way and then the 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 colors are the big events that happen and then when i suddenly throw something in there that's a whole different other sticky note that's really my only outline now I do end up doing a lot of things by you know just it just fucking happens I'll suddenly think I'm going this way and the river will go oh wait no we got to go this way and I'm like are you fucking kidding me so I, I'm very chaotic I I can only write in chaos I know I don't know if that makes sense but it's like if my office is too clean if you know the dogs aren't bothering me my music isn't blasting I know that I've got 50 million other things I should be doing that is when I do my best writing if it's all neat the dogs are laying there all sweet. Artie hasn't chewed up anything. Oh, and I'm just Artie. like totally bored. Totally bored with it. So well, I need that's, that's total your chaos. That's just how you live your life. True. That's, that's you true. as a person. 
I know. <laughs> There's nobody else that I've ever met that's quite like you. So I can't say we can form a support group for people who have had to take it like your husband has. <laughs> He's on his own. Right, like he nobody understands his story. He's a person who was abducted by aliens and dropped back down. He tries reaching out to people and being like, "You don't know what happened to me." And everybody's like, "That's impossible. Nobody, nobody lives like that for for so long. That's crazy." But it's true. So I, it, it bleeds over into how your process is for writing and creating the stories. Is this? this tornado and i call you the drama tornado because goddamn it you are there's no fucking better description for you than that because everybody's day can be going just fine like you know me and you'll be talking it'll be just you know a, a nice conversation which is a little bit more Boring. common now than it was yeah but then all of a sudden i'll be like hey did you read my tweet today and you'll be like oh that dog shit i stepped in when i was going through my yeah i read that nice nice try <laughs> Dude, and you write I, the same shit every day. Oh I mean, seriously, yeah. do something else. Oh my god. god! If I look at your, if I look at your feed and see the fucking word warrior one more time, I <laughs> cut my own dick off. <laughs> you know, the funny thing about the warrior is a lot of people don't think he's real. They don't think he. They're like, so I've had so many DMs. Who's the warrior? Who's the wolf? Who's the crow? And I'm like, you know, that's just, you know, that's. Well, speaking of DMs, yeah, I'm glad you got into that too. Because it's no uh, secret that I'm jealous that you guys get so many fun DMs, so many people who try to get your attention. However, (laughs) in your particular case, I am not jealous. I'm glad (laughs) that I'm observing this this mess that you call Twitter. (laughs) Because, like, DK gets creepy Eastern European men. Who want to like take care of her? <laughs> they do. Why is that? I don't know, but you She's get special. You get people that are like, I want you to drive a heel into my eye and punch me in the sack. Like, and you, yeah, it, I get a something. lot of people asking me to dominate them. Absolutely. It, it, it's well, I mean, it's it's the nails, and it's because you go by the witch. Be beyond that, like your first pin tweet is like, do not DM me. <laughs> and then there's so many guys. They'll be like, well, she's probably not talking about me. I got some shit to say. <laughs> totally. I have my block list, by the way. I was checking it this morning. It's like 300. And I, I don't know if other people have as many blocked people as I do. But, I mean, that I have had to block over 300 people. And just judging by the um, what you share with certain things that you've, you've received. <laughs> yeah, or I'd, in a private uh, thing. Yeah. yeah. I'd I'd venture a guess. Well, first of all, to the public, when you think that you're going to be sending her something, just know that behind the curtain, there is an army of yep. people peeing themselves, giggling. Because yep. I will nonsense. show my groups. Right. I have two main groups, my huggers group and... Uh, my um, kyanite people, and uh, you know, we yeah. I show everybody absolutely. So, so we see that. So just judging from that, I'd say of those 300 you blocked, there's <laughs> probably 150 who have been found dead through autoerotic asphyxiation, and nobody nobody came to check in time. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> and they just have like a a, a fan shirt of you yeah. <laughs> like your your face <laughs> tell her i love her <laughs> this one was for her <laughs> oh my god that is hideous the creepiest one was the guy who wanted me to change his diaper and be his mommy that was that was just like what the fuck and he's like 70 and I'm like, okay okay uh well you know you have to do something in your retirement years <laughs> oh my god yeah i'm not doing that shit get the fuck away from me oh god you know i don't like technology and you're more into social media than i'll ever be <laughs> but before i came on twitter you i would hear female friends of mine say like it's ridiculous how aggressive these men are yep and i would always say eh, is it really them being aggressive or is it just that you're not that interested you know i played it on the fence yeah right like i don't see exactly what's happening so i'm not going to really make a call on this one but after joining twitter <laughs> listen <laughs> there needs to be a savage reckoning yeah with some of these animals that are walking around the streets because oh, it yeah. is fucking terrifying that being said, my DMs are open, ladies, for any of your weirdness. <laughs> and men. He'll take the men, too. He totally just, flips. He's just, a total switch. I'll just I'll just pass those along. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shake your branch at me. It would be something tree-like, you know. Oh, Hanson. Grow your root. So let's uh, 
take a moment and uh, hit some of these Twitter questions. Everybody thought, I think they're going to be disappointed because everybody thought this was just going to be a fucking bloodbath. <laughs> and one of us within five minutes was going to walk away from the whole fucking interview. And this well, never you need out. to tell how we met, though. After these questions, you need to get into how much of, of a dick you were to me when we first met. I think Whoa. that's what everyone wants to know. Whoa, I like how you put your thumb on that scale, lady. Because <laughs> because I'm pretty sure the jury isn't going to find you innocent on all counts. Oh, hell yeah, they are. All right, so, if, I mean, you want to get into that or you want to wait so we can maybe make you through most of this interview? Let's let's try to get through the questions. All right. Do you want to pick one? Erin, um, my e-girl, she, um, she wants to know what kind of ha- candy Hanson likes. So what kind of candy do you eat? Do you even eat candy? You don't even well, eat like, meat. Let me. I do eat meat. What the fuck are you talking about? You don't about? eat red meat. You don't I eat don't, like real meat. You eat like I pizza just, with I had like a burger cauliflower. Yesterday. Cauliflower yeah. pizza. That's disgusting. Sometimes I'll go out and pick something from the dirt instead of killing something in the barn. Jesus okay, Christ. I go. So what kind of candy? Do you eat candy? Is that like you eat? Do you eat and eat sugar? I mean. Yes, I, I feel like this is a good point to have our intervention. <laughs> do it. Try because, it. Because okay, because. Before all Hanson has to drive down to Georgia <laughs> okay. and deliver a, 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 a cooler of insulin to you because you've made yourself a diabetic. I feel like we need to maybe <laughs> expand our diet a little bit because you eat like every kid in every movie <laughs> who suddenly finds his parents wallet or like in big becomes an adult and then goes no one could stop me from eating 30 (laughs) bags of candy for dinner so i went out this morning right i had to go to town and i come back in the house and i i ran by the store because i needed candy and so i come in the house and the warrior is standing there he's like did you go to the fucking store to buy more candy and i'm sitting there holding this bag i'm like what no no i haven't he takes my bag and he's like Oh my God! You bought three family-sized things of M and M's. I love my M and M's, and I still I have my big bag of uh, gummies. And so. you advertise it. I don't uh, know how you do it because I eat, you know, a palm full of Skittles or something <laughs> like that, and then I get that sugar mouth, you know, where your teeth put on like sugar sweaters, and it feels gross. You have to go and brush it off. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Sorry, I don't get that. <laughs> you don't get you don't get sugar sweaters on your no, teeth. No, I don't. <laughs> Jesus. But you have said that this sugary addiction took place of the cigarette addiction. Well, I've always had a sweet tooth. My mom would find candy I had hidden in my room. This has always been sort of a thing with me, the candy, the sweet tooth. But I did smoke quite heavily for years. And so once I stopped, I had to obviously replace it with something else. And when I'm especially when I'm writing, when I'm writing and editing, it's a constant because I want a cigarette. So to answer the question so we can move on, do I have a favorite candy? Yeah. Uh, yes, in normal human quantities, I enjoy <laughs> Skittles. I uh, enjoy a nice um, take five with some pretzels and caramel and stuff. I'm sorry, Delicious. some what? What? Take what? five. You never take... heard of take five? No. They don't have that in the fucking Fuck no. dust bowl of Georgia? Dust bowl. What state do you? No, we're not the dust bowl. What the fuck? So the next question yes. was, why are you insanely jealous of me? Why am I what? You heard me. You're jealous of you? Yeah. I'm not jealous of you. Oh, that's the question. I'm not say. I'm not asking it for myself. Am I jealous of the witch, aka Ryan Leslie, aka worst nails in the south, aka <laughs> best nails, best nails. Those things are something. Uh, let me ask you about that. Okay. A lot of the weird DMs that you're getting uh-huh. is because of that. A lot of guys, for some reason, equate that um, claw-like sharpened nail mm-hmm. to... Domination. Domination. But um, for me, <laughs> not into it. Okay. And that's okay. You know, we could... No, I picture, I picture Rapunzel being very organic and not like using nail polish at all. Well, let me uh, just so everybody knows, that's the name that you've given my wife, Rapunzel, because you feel uh, she's like, locked in a tower. Like I have her locked in a tower. <laughs> that's the only way that she'd stay with me. <laughs> totally. <laughs> you hit her over the head. You took her to a tower and you locked her in it. I didn't hit her over the head. Rapunzel, first of all, if you're listening to this, just give me give me a sign. You know, give me. We have all, a, we can do a safe word. DM me. First of all, it's not a, a tower. It's a well. 
<laughs> so that's true. That's true. I pushed her in. I didn't lead her up. <laughs> so when, but when did this style of nail and obsession of nail start? Has this been a long running thing? Is this yes. just when it's, the? I've always had my nails. Even when you were uh, a teenager, you had sharp no. I couldn't. Nails? I couldn't afford like my fake nails that I have, but my nails were always long. Yeah, I always took good care of my nails. I was really into that. So when did the the sharp points? come into it was it just later on when you had more money to yes. throw into a fire so you could have yeah. cat like nails the okay. warrior says that we got to keep tony in retirement you know we're gonna give him a nice retirement because i spent so much money on my nails let me tell you something i'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a little insight into your warrior he fucking hates tony <laughs> he hates Tony. The only reason he puts up with Tony is because he gets you out of the house for an hour and oh he has God. a moment's peace. He's and like you know reading the acknowledgments of my book and he's like, you put Tony in your book? I'm like, oh dude, God. that's the most important man in my life. Fuck yeah, I put him in there. What the hell? And he's like, okay, Ryan. <laughs> All right, anyway. Let me, let me ask one question and then we'll get into okay. something else. <clears throat> I'm going to ask... Uh, this is a fun one. Okay. DM Shepard, why is Ryan so fixated on getting her DM to say the or wor- write the word cock? Yes. Okay. So I beta read for her a lot and she writes these really incredible sexy scenes and then suddenly it's erection. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? You totally killed my boner. I mean, I'm totally, I was right there. I'm like, oh God, yeah, let's do this. And then suddenly his penis. And I'm like, what the fuck? Now, if you're going to write a sex scene, but again, I, you know, get to the point. I don't want to feel his erection pressing against me. I want to feel his cock. Okay. So, you know. Yeah, well, you're also a different kind of person. (laughs) It's all about the power. Words have power, right? So erection, penis, have no power. But if you say cock, I'm just saying, there's a huge difference. Me and DK talked about her on one of our lost episodes of this podcast. Mm. (laughs) But DM is one of those rare people you'll find that is actually legitimately a good person. I know, and it is as infuriating to me <laughs> as Devine. Oh, don't be talking about my kitty. Don't judge me. There is a part of me that would like to burn down her house with her kitten at the window with one sad little paw on the glass. Dude, she'll and, still find the positivity in that situation. Make, she would. <laughs> she would. Well, that's a lot of carbon. There'd be a nice garden growing here. I'd be like, damn it. <laughs> I love that about my kitty. I call her kitty. That's a, that's another private thing. But she she is amazing. But back to DM. Okay, so DM is another one of these good people. And yeah. she Damn goes it. out of her way yes. to shove in your face how good of a person she is. Oh, I'm the <laughs> only one that feels that way? I'm the only one that feels like a sack of shit every time she starts like, oh, I'm volunteering at an orphanage. And I just <laughs> helped a moose deliver a baby in the middle of Alaska. Yes. And, you know, I'm the only one that feels bad about myself. But DM is actually a good person. Yes, and, she is. and she does make me feel like a terrible human being. She was if so If I was good. you, I'd feel terrible, too. I'm just saying. Just all the time. <laughs> totally. For no reason. <laughs> totally. She actually took it upon herself. She knows that my next novel that I'm working on or, or writing through is based, um, or a large portion of it is based in Alaska. So she took it upon herself to send me... Um, these books that they have up there, these magazines that are like roadmaps and trail routes. Wait, 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 wait a minute. You gave her your address and you won't give it to me? Did you hear what you just asked? (laughs) I want to send you some candy. What the fuck? You're not going to send me candy. Exactly. Why the fuck is she got your address and I don't? There's a lot of reasons for that. I'm going to tell mom. You gave your address out and gave it to me. I'll give you my address. You right now on DM send me over your address. Okay. And guess what? When you least expect it, you're going to be like, hey, what's everybody up to? And I'll be like, hey, I'm just heading to work. And you'll be like, oh, okay. And I'll <coughs> Oh, fuck no, dude. I will fuck you up. You come yeah. here. <laughs> dude, I'm sending you my address right now. You have to send me yours. You're going to see this pretty face peeking in your windows. Hey, what are we doing? You got any extra M&Ms? I could sure eat garbage at nine in the morning. You, you, (laughs) I am a locked and loaded witch. You, I'm gonna open that door and there's gonna be a gun right in your face. (laughs) Did you really send me that? Dude, I just sent it, just like that. 
Fuck, you actually did. <laughs> I did. I'm going to say it on the podcast. Dude, I ain't no pussy. Fucking send it. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm gonna make mom make you do it. You're gonna fucking do it. Mom's not gonna do anything, dude. She's gonna make you. I just want to send you a card. You're oh outrageous. my god, I need your address. You're outrageous. Dude, I'm gonna talk I'm to DM. I can get it out of her. <laughs> she doesn't have it. She's she's gonna give oh, wait. it. You... Oh, DM. I thought you said DK. Yeah. DM no, DK. No, hell no. DK and I will get the address and then we'll show up. I'm gonna bring the soulless ginger with me. Yeah. Make sure that she's winning, wearing that uh, paisley coat. shit. Jesus Christ. I was, I was wanting to punch hideous. a woman. <laughs> I would knock her right off my stoop. <laughs> God, DK, that coat is hideous. <laughs> oh, it's a consensus that that coat is awful, and she oh still tries God. to defend it. She does, yeah. No, oh. I'm a, I agree with you on, with her husband. Her husband's probably the one that stole it. He hates it. <laughs> like, he has to work in Detroit, and he owns a house there. He doesn't want that <laughs> coat walking around lowering property value. I mean, she dresses really fancy, and normally she is spot on. She's got this great DK style, but that coat, oh my God, I thought it was a joke when she put it on and showed us, but apparently it wasn't. So anyway, let me get through this, goddammit. Okay. So DM, nicest person I've ever met. She sent me a care package. Not only did it include all those uh, roadmaps and little details about Alaska that would, would work their way into the book and be great, she took it upon herself to send my kids a children's book about Alaska. <laughs> Damn. You understand that? She's <laughs> taken decency to another level. Yeah. I can't even fucking comprehend. No, yeah, no, that wouldn't happen with me. No, no. it wouldn't. <laughs> now that we have a baseline for how kind she is. Yeah. She also volunteers at, and I'm probably going to get this wrong because I'm an asshole, but the covenant house, the Isn't covenant that... house, which yeah. is, I'm not, I don't think it's an orphanage. No, I think, I think it's, it's a like place a ha of halfway house, yeah, like yeah, a, for at-risk at teens and stuff, right. runaway teens, yeah. So she volunteers there to shine her light <laughs> onto these other troubled kids. She bought 30-something copies of River. Yeah, now this is something her and Sam did mm -hmm. b without before telling me that they had set this whole thing up. But yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. So now Alaska has its first real focus group on River. Yeah. I'd say if there was a target audience within your target audience... Yeah. This is them. Yep. So I don't know if you've heard anything back. Uh, not yet. Yeah. It's been pretty, uh, you know, I feel very, you know, I don't feel very worthy of that. Like you said, she's just really good. She is. And she lives like off grid. And Oh, uh, my God. She's... That's the other thing. She lives off grid. Who the fuck wants to live off grid? Even well, though I write about I, it. I mean, it's it's part time. They're not totally there. Right. She, she sends. and But you know what? I just thought of this. She's not as good-hearted as we all think she is, and I just made her out to be. What? Because she, no, listen, she knows how jealous I am. <laughs> oh, no, she how does. she lives? Oh, Where she oh, lives? Yeah. She's like, so she's like, oh, yeah, I have a little cabin. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, that's cool. Whatever. You have a cabin. I like cabins. I like camping. And she's like, oh, let me send you just a little picture. Maybe you'd be interested in it. <laughs> and she sends me what could be the cover shop for outdoor living oh, magazine yeah. oh, like yeah. this thing is fucking majestic <laughs> it's so majestic it's so she beautiful. takes the best pictures she and you know what every picture and she will she'll never admit this <laughs> but every picture she takes she puts that this is going to kill hansen a little more filter <laughs> on it because it makes it a little more beautiful. Fuck it. You know what? I don't even like her anymore. I'm getting all upset. Does she getting... even know that that's what you want, though? I'm getting bent out of shape. Yes, she knows. You know how oh many times God. I threatened to block her if she sends me another fucking... If oh she tags me at one more post <laughs> that's going to show me, like... What you could have, but you like, don't. You know, oh, look, we're, we're just petting an elk. No big deal. <laughs> look, wolf pups joined us for scrambled eggs this morning. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I need he to doesn't see that mean shit. it. He doesn't mean it, DM. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I lived in Alaska when I was little. My brother was born there. And my and I don't remember this, but obviously there was an incident that my mom refused to tell me about. But she when we go hiking, they would put bells on my boots to scare off the bears. So somehow the, I think there was an incident with a bear and she just won't tell me about it. But I have this severe fear of them to where I can't even watch videos of them. And you know, I always thought Montana would be really cool to check out, but I can't I can't do the bear thing. No, no. Tell them how we first met. <laughs> Well, I don't even, <laughs> what was no, that giggle? Why are you uh, giggling? I don't even know actually how we first met. 
I, I don't know remember how, how we first about. met. I do remember how we suddenly you came onto my radar is with mom because you were giving her a hard time being your usual dickhead self. So I, I came to her, her defense. Yes, you were. And I came to her defense and then that sort of caught your attention. And then you and I had this love hate thing. And then you put the tweet out. Someone said, I don't remember what they said, but you're like, watch, she's got like, everything is all pink and sparkly glittery and she, everything is labeled princess. And you said, now watch this, just waiting for my reaction. And then I gave you the reaction you wanted, and then the breakfast club was made, and we went in there, and that's where you and I really kind of got nasty with each other, and um, mom I, well, made me be nice to you. As, uh, first of all, I don't remember ever being mean with mom. I'm, I don't, I'm not very... Not uh, mean with mom. I mean, you were, it were very bitchy that day. <laughs> well, that's possible. Very bitchy <laughs> that day. And I, to, that's, you know, that's not okay. Every, you know, you don't, you don't fuck with well, me. Well, I, I don't think that I was... Um, well, now I realize that. I realize that you didn't like mean it, mean it. I'm but a, you know, I, I always make a first judgment of people. I oh, and I and ninety nine percent right. And my first judgment of you was you could eat a bag of dicks. So and you know what? I, you not could a, eat a bag a, of dick. Not a dick in this mouth because you were wrong <laughs> about me. But you'll never admit. I you'll do never say that it. my judgment. It's still the same. You still are a dick, but you know you're my dick, so I'm okay with it. <laughs> That's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> you're the bulge in my jeans. <laughs> oh my god. All right, look. So I don't remember any of that. Well, how convenient. I remember that you probably like what happens with most people is that when we first met, you tried pushing me away because you were scared of how you felt. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, let me tell you. I'll be all right. I'll, I'll keep it uh, keep it straight here. So you didn't like me for some reason, and I certainly didn't like you. No, you didn't. You like, said if to somebody, me, "God, I hate you." If somebody posted a video of you on fire and said, "All you have to do is hit the X and we'll put her out," I would get popcorn and I'd watch until the earth was scorched because I was I did not enjoy you. As a person. No, you, you're not. very stuck up. Jeez, I am I'm... not. Yeah, you were. I, what do you mean? I, no, you had you these walls up. Me. I'm Hanson. I don't have a sense of humor. <laughs> That's, That's not, not funny. Here I go <laughs> writing my horrible horror. I never I, I never said, oh, it's not funny. Because <laughs> you, you have this way about you, especially when somebody doesn't know you. So I guess that's maybe it. If you don't know me, um, I come across to some as a bit a of an arrogant prick, right? <laughs> a dick, yeah. You come across as a raving lunatic. <laughs> so yeah. what happened was, and I'm going to get right into it. Okay. I'm not holding back. They want right. to know the question. They want to know. Erin Lansing, I see you. <laughs> there was a day when we were in our private group. And mm -hmm. whoever created that group didn't think about the personalities they were putting into that group. The professor created it, yep. He had no idea. <laughs> what he was creating like it was a, he was like a kid with a chemistry set and he's just like oh a blue one goes with a pink one and here's a black one and i'll light a fire and see what happens <laughs> well what happened was for no reason i said i have to go and then the witch goes yeah why don't you go to your stupid job with your stupid life <laughs> now that is not exactly there was a build-up to that I didn't just say that. We had been going back and forth. Don't sit there and try to paint yourself all innocent. We had been going back and forth before that. So, so what did you do, princess? What did you do? You threw a fit. I didn't throw a fit. <gasps> you didn't throw a fit? I did not what throw did you do? Fit. You blocked me. No, no, yeah. no. Yeah, you blocked me. I, I said that, did, and all of a sudden, I'm I out say of the group were... because you blocked me. No, that's true, but I'm trying to, I'm not defending that. That definitely happened. <laughs> Did I quote, did I say you were being a bitch first? You and said that beforehand. That was beforehand. Yes, you did call me a bitch. I said you were being a bitch. Whatever. There was a bitch involved. That's true. So and see, it was you. what I said, <laughs> what I said wasn't as bad as that, and you're the one that threw mm. the fits. No, like no, a no. child, no. blocked me, kicked me out of the group, and then I think mom made you be nice to me after that. She certainly made me be nice to you. Yes, and what happened? Mom and knew best. Mom knew best. Mom Damn knew it. best. And now she saw through our nonsense. <sighs> I guess. And at some point, we became official Twitter siblings. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see. Now I'm passing by a bunch of women with phallic things happening. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of hot dogs in that woman's mouth. Anyway. Dude, that was amazing. I don't think I get that many in my mouth. I bet you oh. could. Who, me? We, yeah, with your gay tendencies. We all know that you're a switch. But the way I bet you could put all those hot dogs in your mouth. I bet you've done that before. Uh, well, you know, sometimes the road to discover yourself goes through dark places. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll do one more from Mac uh, Mackenzie Littledale. Do you admire each other's writing? And do you, what do you find most annoying about each other? Oh, this should be good. <laughs> This should be fucking fantastic. You go first. No, no. I'll, you're the guest. I'll allow The most annoying the thing. thing is You have to how... start with that one. I knew you'd start with <laughs> what's annoying. Because I will go in and I will bear my soul to you guys in a private group. And you're like, holy shit. Here she comes with her synopsis. And you do like these three word sentences. And I've got like a whole fucking page. And I've just like done this. I'm very tense. And this is like my therapy. And I just get it all out. And everybody's like, okay, let's do this, this. And you're like, Jesus Christ, here she comes again. I mean, you offer no solution to the problem I presented. But you know what? It's kind of like how you like to cause drama. When you get a reaction out of me, it gives you this sense of pleasure. It does. Right? I enjoy it. So that's why when you come into the room like a ball of fire and you're like, this is happening. I'm working on these edits and I can't this, this. And I had this dream. And what do you think about this? And oh my God. And blah, blah, blah. And And everybody's like, oh, sweetheart. Because it's mostly women in the group. You know, they're all... (laughs) They smell another woman in, in a panicked heat. And they're all getting all mama bear. And so they're like, oh, did you try this? Maybe you should look at this, blah, 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 blah. And then as soon as I see a pause, I'll be like, hey, you guys notice there's like less raisins in raisin beds now? And then, because <laughs> I know. <laughs> Such a fucking dick. Because I know that you're reading these responses and it's calming you down. And then when I write that, I just feel your heart. Like your whole chest tensing up, and I just laugh like a villain. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, all right. So, well, you know, is that what's annoying about me? Is that I write synopsis? Well, you already know this. I think you're. I find your drama, especially when I'm not in, in any mood for it. I find. I find the. Drama... When are you ever in the mood for it? Like you're one of those people that will ruin a day for no reason. Like, now, I go, have heard that before. I am very proud of that. Thank you very much. You'll go to a petting zoo, right? <laughs> All right. You're having a nice day with your family. You're in the pen with, like, some goats or whatever. <laughs> what the fuck? No, I would not be. So, like, but go wrong. ahead. Go so ahead. you're in there. Okay, so fine. You're outside, but you're watching your kids, and they're having a good time in there. And everybody's having a good People are eating ice cream. It's a good time. Maybe there's some, like, you know, Leonard Skitter cover band, whatever the fuck you people do down in there in Georgia. <laughs> And and everybody's just having fun. And because you can't fucking stand when there isn't a dark cloud somewhere in the sky peeking its head out, you'll open you'll open the fence of the petting zoo and let the fucking animals out. That's the type of person you are. Totally. That's totally the type of person I am. <laughs> See? Just to do it. Just You're because right. I can. Oh wait, something I admire about Hanson? Yes. Well, it's this Play nice. Nothing. I'm sorry. I can't. How dare you? I can't. <laughs> you're writing. I mean, your 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 prompts are, you know, they're they're good. Um, your little story you had you're me the read. Worst. Oh, the the black chicken story. That was really good. You're the that worst. was good. But your blogging is like shitty. I, now, am I supposed to come back and be yeah. mean to you like you've been mean to Do me? Do it. Bring Hurtful. it. Hurtful. <laughs> you've been doing it this whole time. Why? Why would that? You're supposed to say something you admire about me. I said I admired your your writing, especially right, well, your black chicken th- story. I, let me, I liked Let me go it. through it. Let me go through it. Let me find something here. Uh, nails, no. <laughs> um, general approach to life and people, no. <laughs> Uh, diet. You wish. You no. wish you could be this badass. No. Yeah. You know you do. Diet. No, it's not. All right. So it's been lovely. It's been it's been actually far more pleasant than I thought I was gonna be. I you know I'm being nice. I've been drinking. I know. So have I, and that's why I feel like it's a lot more <laughs> kind than I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> um, I want to thank you for coming on. I wish you every success with your book and your series. 
and your future. Um, you will not be getting my address. I'll work on that. Except Mr. That. Oak. You, you work on talking to a professional and changing your diet. What the fuck? No. What? No, I'm made of candy. How are you not 500 pounds? I don't really eat anything else. I know. <laughs> I, eat, I eat one meal a day. And if I, if I have to make it, I'm not going to eat anyways. And so I have a banana. Listen, I make what? three good meals, okay? And uh, hit him. What is it? Let me guess. Let me guess. If I hear garlic chicken, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. <laughs> Fuck you. My garlic chicken is epic. I don't right. remember. Okay. Look, we have to end this. Let's go out as, With a bang. We, as we came in, which is as Twitter brother and sister. Hanson sucks ass. <laughs> I love you, brother. Thank you very much, everybody. River <clears throat> is the first book of the beginning of the end series. Did I get that correct? Oh, my God. I can't believe you did. See? Did yeah. that swell your heart a little bit, Grinchy? It did. Yeah. Good, because you don't know how many times I fucked up TK's. Oh, <laughs> it was <you>? pathetic. <laughs> so, um, everybody, get ready for the adventure. I have read snippets, even though she does not think I did. I think everybody will enjoy them. Oh, no. Everybody. Every River's going to take over the world. You and heard it here first. Did I just hear candy? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I totally heard candy. I caught. Oh my god. <laughs> I have oh. a big bag of caramel M and M's staring me in the fucking face, and I haven't eaten them while we were doing this. I think that deserves an award. You should have eaten them. Let everybody know how gross you are. <laughs> um, what the fuck was I even saying? <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, everyone's so, going to see when River comes out. Everyone's going to see what? Everybody, I want everybody to take note of a character named King Hansen. Oh, that comes up in the second book. Fate. Oh. Absolutely. Well, then here's some uh, something to look forward to. In the second book, there is a character named King Hansen, which is, in fact, not coincidental. It <laughs> is based on me. And I think after everybody reads it, there will be no question about that. <laughs> Dude, you're the first king in my series, that way uh, back and when. But you die a very violent death. It's sweet. That's how it's I wish to go. poetic. So everybody, River, you won't be disappointed. And um, anything you would like to say to everybody, my dear sister witch? <laughs> uh, sign up for my newsletter at ryanlesley.com. I send out archives or musings and... Or join the Haven Facebook group. Yes, she is a social media whore. Total social media whore. <laughs> All right, everybody, that is it. Good night. Uh, next time, I will be joined by another author. It's a mystery. I'll let you know soon. All right, bye, everybody. Bye.